All right. Welcome to the G2K podcast. This is the third episode, and I'm here with my boy Reggie. How's it going, brother? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the podcast. So you're one of the guests that I've wanted to have on the podcast. Like, I have a list of people that are on, and then the list of exclusive people that I want on. So you're part of the exclusive list. And then everybody's going to get to know you and they'll have an understanding as to why you're on the exclusive list because you have a lot of shit going on. Yeah, no, for sure. That's... So how did we meet? So out of all the places, <laughs> I met you at the gym, actually. Yeah. So it's actually weird because like when you're at the gym, you don't expect to meet people of your nature, like up and coming, successful, ambitious, driven people. But uh out of all the places, like after a good workout or whatever, you go to the sauna and you're just sitting there amongst sweaty men <laughs> and sometimes spark up conversations to break up the awkward yeah, silence. No homo, but no, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so that's actually how I met you. And then um, you literally asked me, like, yo, what, what do you do? Like, what do you have going on? Like, and then you mentioned that you had your own um, production studio. You mentioned that you were starting an art. You had an art show planned and everything. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, this guy has this stuff going on. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's get to know you. Well, uh, I'm originally from Chicago. Moved to Nova Scotia when I was five. Nice. Uh, grew up there, went to university there, high school, did all that stuff. So you did all that stuff in Nova Scotia? Yeah. How old were you uh, when you were in Chicago? Like, when did you leave? I was five. Like five years old? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But and then what, knew, was, what was the reason behind moving from uh, Chicago to Nova Scotia? Uh, well, my mom's from Nova Scotia, right? Gotcha. So, But when you're five, you don't really have a, a choice, right? right? right, right, right. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, I just think really now that I look back on it, um, it was a good move, definitely, just because like a lot of different things go on there, right? So yeah. instead of being a statistic or part of the system or something along those lines, uh, my parents just thought it'd be better for us to just move back. Yeah. So what's life like in Nova Scotia? I, I know nothing about Nova uh, Scotia. Nova Scotia is real quiet. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's quiet, but it's also a lot of talented people there. It's, it's not like Toronto where the streets are busy until 3 a.m. It's like right. at 8 p.m. the streets are, are bare. Right, right. Uh, just very, everyone knows each other. Um, the downtown scenery. So it's like a smaller community. Oh, it's like Everybody knows five everyone. bars, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like that's actually nice, like those vibes. Yeah. Like no. People like, that have been born and raised in the city life, they don't ha- understand what that life is like. And like for me and my buddies or whatever, when we whenever we go on vacations or outside of the city, you get a taste of that where it's like more of a community vibe and, and it's more, I guess that approach to life is more grounded, if anything. Because over here, everybody's so like, they have their blinders on. Like you can't even have a proper conversation with anyone. It's yeah, so no. go-go and it's like a rat race from like start of the day to the end of the day, like Monday to Sunday, like nonstop. You don't get catch a break. If you're in the city. No, that's 100%. And it's also like, especially with me though, I always knew like Halifax is great, but I always knew like, no disrespect, but just, (laughs) I was bigger than Halifax. Like that's why I had that. So so what made you choose to come to Toronto from, so you came from Nova Scotia to Toronto or did you go? No, so I, 
I actually got into like a, a scaffolding course, a, a weird uh, transition, but I got into construction. Okay. And I did that for quite some time, and then I got into uh, health and safety. Mm-hmm. So that's what actually made me come to Toronto. So how is that transition, like going from what you were doing before to coming here and then starting what you have right now? Do you want to explain what you have going on in Toronto right now? Because yeah, it's, no, 100%. You have some pretty yeah, big we, things going on. Yeah, we got a uh, art gallery. We got a music studio, mm-hmm. um, a creative event space. And yeah, we're just really trying to just take Art West. It's Art West, as you guys can see. Yeah. Me and my boy Jamo made these coats. Shout out to him. Nice. And uh, so this studio is called Art West Studios, and it's located on Queen Street. Queen right? Street. Yeah, yeah. Queen definitely. West. If you want the address, you gotta hit us up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still. So you guys have a production studio in there for music producers. Yeah. Uh, we really want like we we do. Um, work with artists as well but right. we, we definitely want to make it very production driven very art driven um, and just working with like minded professionals really doesn't matter how old you are mm-hmm. we just need to be around certain professionals that want to do this as a, as a living right so the transition so you went from a not so creative industry to a more creative one right <laughs> yeah so what made you make that jump uh well i've always uh like done music and stuff i used to rap back in the day in high school and stuff we used to have a little group mm-hmm. and then honestly i was just tired of rapping on like biggie and tupac beats right so i just got into producing right and then i did that with two two other guys we had a production group called the goonies okay. <laughs> shout out, yeah shout out mike and uh and johnny but yeah where are they at right now uh they're in they're in halifax still but yeah um yeah long story short fast forward i just always stuck with it and then i met jamie and uh, John, we have a uh, production company now called Fourth Quarter. Okay. And we have two albums, uh, one with Nino Man and one with uh, T-Brew, and you can check them out on Spotify. Okay, I'll post all the that links stuff. to all that stuff on the video if people yeah, want to check that out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've always been in the music, and uh, I just never gave up on it. So how, how long have you been doing what you're doing right now? What do you mean? Like the production studio aspect of things. Oh, actually, uh, tomorrow's my birthday, and uh, it'll be one year. So uh, we opened so up on the 21st. Fresh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, you know what they say, like, if a business can get through that first year, usually, what is it, 90% of businesses or something like that? Fail. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the first year, right? But we're here, right? We're, we're still moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what are some goals and aspirations you have moving forward? Um, what what are the plans for Artwest Studios? I'd say the plans are to really just uh, make it a a facility that just caters to, like I keep saying, like-minded individuals, like-minded professionals within the art community and within the music community. Um, yeah. We have a couple different things that we offer that other studios don't offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a residency program we really want to take in and uh wouldn't say nurture is the right word but i definitely need to start being hands-on with the artists and and helping them get to that next level because if this is actually what they want to do 
I want to make sure that my f facility is able to to provide that or mm -hmm. our facility. Sorry. Yeah, that's one thing too. When I met you, because I recently I guess moved and then integrated to the downtown life because I moved downtown and then when I met you. I was kind of looking for those type of communities. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it's like, it's funny how things work and you, you meet specific types of people. And then when I saw the studio space and everything like that, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty dope. Yeah. And like you mentioned, it's like, uh, when you have that type of environment where you surround yourself with like like-minded individuals, you're inspired and motivated to create. And like you feed off of each other's energy and passions and drives. And well, yeah, hundred percent. It just goes back into like I can't do this all myself. Like, right. like I'm I'm an artist myself. Like I make beats. I do all that other stuff. I can send them out. But mm -hmm. again, it feels more satisfying to put someone else in a position, right? To to help them out because I've already helped myself out by. So getting, essentially, you're giving them a platform. A hundred percent. That's what that's what everyone needs is a platform because everyone's so talented, right? So, but yeah. sometimes they don't have a platform or even a leg or arm to crutch on to whenever times are down or whatever right. the case may be, right? But yeah, that's what I want to provide. Especially in today's day and age, like as far as, I guess we're all connected through the internet and like everybody has the potential for greatness. Mm -hmm. Like even what I'm doing right now, like this wouldn't have been possible, like I don't know, 10 years ago. Like it would have been, but it's far more difficult, right? But now everybody has that ability to express themselves through like so many different medias and platforms, yeah, platforms. and connect with different people. Like even as far as like Instagram, social media and stuff goes, like you can connect with people that are like, for example, I don't know, like rich, famous, like you send them a message, they'll get back to you. Like yeah, 10, 20 years ago, it. that was impossible. It's funny too, because like, you must know David Meltzer. I heard of him. I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, I hit him up. He yeah. messaged me back. He it was crazy. He was just telling me some stuff. I just hit him up with some questions. And, yeah. and it's and it's humbling, too. And it's great. It's everything. Because it's like when you hit these people up and you're like, they always say, oh, well, I'll write you back. And you're like, oh, right. he's too busy. But like you actually hit them up, like they do write back. Right? When, so. Even when I was younger, I used to idolize some of these people. Like, for example, I don't know, like many different industries or whatever. But then you come to realize through all of this like integrated connectedness that they're average people like us. Oh, like, 100%. As, as successful as someone is, as like far up, like as far up as they might be, like their mindset, like everything, the day-to-day -day troubles, like all that kind of stuff is very similar, similar. to what everybody goes through on a day-to-day -day basis. 100%. But, yeah. But yeah, so how's it like uh, living in Toronto? Like, what were the what were the major differences from Nova Scotia to Toronto? Like I'm curious uh, about like what the lifestyle is like. A lot of opportunity in, here. Yeah. Like there's not there, there's opportunity in, in Halifax, but Halifax, like I said, is like huh, it's just small, yeah. it's small, like no disrespect, but just small minded people stuck in their kind of bubbles or ways, and right. there's so much different stuff out here. There's a, there's bigger communities. There's it's the ethnicities here are. are Diverse, way more multicultural yeah, perfect <laughs> it's opportunity are endless just the people you'll meet especially within the music industry right like yeah. i i got some ideas for, for for bridging the gap from from here to down there but in due time yeah and then so, like, when it comes to people like that like would you reach out to them and like 
try to wake them up and shake them a bit because to be honest when, when I come across people like that where they're like very I guess stuck in their own little bubbles and mindsets and stuff like that I kind of want to shake them and be like yo wake up like what are you doing like especially when someone is like talented or has like I don't know potential for greatness like on a day to day basis like mm -hmm. there's so many people that have potential and they like downplay themselves but they're so comfortable in their little uh, whatever bubble of like friends and like what they do and like they have these goals and ambitions and like they wish they can do this or that but they never take the first steps and it's like do you come across people like that too and do you have that same yeah 100 percent. but my my job isn't to, to wake people up it's to right. give them the information it's up to them right at the end of the day like i can shake them and do all this but if they don't understand the information that's being given to them mm -hmm. and how to apply it right then there's nothing I can do I can't wake them they need to want to be able to wake up right right if right. that makes sense no absolutely yeah yeah no but this is like even I come across like so many people that like, I want to I don't know get fit I want to launch this project I want to do this but it's all like they're mentally thinking about this, these things, but they're never ones to execute, right? And then it boils, and when you break it down, it boils down to fear, right? Fear of failure. So it's actually crazy, like trying to wake them up in that sense, where it's like, listen, like anything that you want to do in life, living in the city, yeah. you have infinite potential. You just have to make a list of what to do, who to talk to, make the right connections. It's like, and if you fail, so what? Like, you have to keep getting up and going at it day after day. And then eventually what you expect the outcome to be probably won't pan out as it's meant to. But you'll get somewhere rather than being stuck in that initial state of fucking yeah. like waking up and feeling unfulfilled. 100%. And I've learned so much even like from working out with you and just working out in general that like yeah. you push yourself to failure. Yeah. Well, it's like so that's the only way you're going to get to grow yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean and it's like life like yeah. you push past that failure yes you fail okay great but mm -hmm. you know that you're getting stronger you right. know that you're getting bigger and, and, and the muscles are being mm. like you said woken up right so but that's the city life for you like it's so easy to get drowned in all the I don't know there's so much input that's that's another thing like if you don't have a way to kind of quiet the mind and come to I guess a place where it's like very, you can dissect everything without so much input and external influence because there's so much, like, on okay. a day to day, like, everybody that I meet, whatever, they have so much stuff going on, it's very distracting. And when issues arise, oh, yeah. it's like you're already in such a tangled mess that you can't sit down for like five minutes and, like, in peace and quiet. Like, nobody does that, like, in terms of medit meditation, for example, right? But uh, I look at that like what I've been doing for the last little bit is instead of listening to so many external things, mm -hmm. I'm going to start listening and have start listening to more internal things. Right. And that just means like what does inside here say? Right. Like if it says that I need to do this, then I'm going to follow that because external things like are, like you said, are in everyone's life. It's always going to be present. It's always going to get be distracting but internally like you can't get away from that right that's, that's when you go to bed that's when you wake up that's when you're by yourself that's when you're yeah that stuff is on <laughs> yeah, constant yeah, exactly. loop you're not getting rid of that right yeah. so you might as well just listen to that so what are some ways that you conquer those types of 
I guess, mindset, vibes, emotions uh-huh. that arise because you have a lot going on. So yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. And and trust me, like I'm learning too. Like yeah, I mean, I only started doing this stuff probably within like the last two years or so. Mm-hmm. Like I, like even how I look at things is. I'm done doubting myself. Uh, I tell myself I'm going to do something, or if I have a thought of doing something, do it, right? it's not even so much that I just do it. But it, what it is to me is perfect example. I said I wanted a studio, right? And then a year later, or X amount of months later, I had a studio, right? So what that teaches me is that ideas from my head manifest that, into existence. Correct. Right. So that means that the things that I think about and keep consistent with my thoughts that are ultimately gonna come out so, so what were the steps that you took to attain getting a studio, studio? so first uh, the, so okay. for example first the thought pops into your I head i wouldn't right? even say that really what it started with like i said it started from construction right it started from taking a 12-week course and going to going to school with my last thousand dollars and and my parents helping me out my grandparents helping me out mm-hmm. and just Started from that, and then I got a job out west. Started working out there, scaffolding. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like that's right. backbreaking work, right? But fuck it. Sorry, can we swear? Yeah, <laughs> you can, of you can swear. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just making sure I had enough. Yeah, it's, casual vibes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, it's, um, started. Uh, yeah, started doing doing scaffolding, and then okay. uh, did that for quite some time. And then, like I said, my mom always taught like taught me there's two ways to make money it's using your hands or your head and yeah, I've always yeah. used my head okay gray head always different things like I used to run a couple events back in Halifax I used to uh, I ran a basketball league yeah I ran a basketball league for for four years like 10 teams all-star games like in Halifax <laughs> yeah nice yeah so did that on so, so you nice. always have the mindset of management and yeah, orga- organization exactly. and getting people together even oh, from that 100%, day. percent yeah. So, and then, yeah, that I just wanted to uh, transition from using my hands because I've always used my head, but I needed to learn those skills. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, so growing up as a kid, like, what, were your, what, was, what was your plan, I guess? Like, what were your goals and aspirations then? Shit, honestly. Like, was it what you're doing right now, or did you have a completely different... I never knew, I never said, like, oh, I'm going to own a studio, this and that. Yeah, but what was the thought process as a kid like? Because every kid has, like, a little bit of a, Honestly, a trajectory as know. far as, like, I where they're even, aiming towards. I didn't yeah. even know what was really going on. Like, I, really what it was is just, like, from, i say from, like, my third year university to, like, my last, like, last year I had some, I had a little hiccup happened within that last year so I had to mm-hmm. get out of school or whatnot but just really what it what I like so there was a catalyst where there was a oh, wake, yeah, there wake was up a, wake up call <laughs> yeah there was a big wake up call yeah. definitely 100% so it definitely was like yo is this my life and I was like no nah. <laughs> like you know what I mean right so you made even that like the trials and tribulations of that like I got out not scar-free, but like definitely with my, I, I was able to keep my my roots. Like I didn't have to 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 bend. I didn't have to to fold for 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 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so that was, that was the driving factor. And I feel like a lot of very successful and ambitious people, they do have that wake-up call or that epiphany moment or that moment in life where, like, shit hits the fan and you have to like choose a path where you're like do yeah, i go yeah. left or do i go right <laughs> that's exactly what it was right right but I, i'm still trying to go straight but, <laughs> <laughs> like but but you know but I, mean? I feel like greatness comes to those those people who are actually going down those paths in the first place because most people are comfortable in their little like, like the average the yeah. average joe is like he doesn't take those chances and like nah, they don't man. they don't Bro, I went from like getting in debt. I was I was in debt when I was young. Man. Fucked up credit cards, stuff like that. Okay, yeah. great. Got this job. Went out west. Boom. Paid a bunch of stuff back. Mm-hmm. Got my got my money up to go back into debt. Right. Because the thing is about two things. That's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 someone's gonna give you debt, that means that they obviously trust in what you're what you're doing and what you're saying you're going right. to do. Right, right. And second thing is like, I a lot of people don't want to put themselves in those positions. Not a lot of people would be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put fifty grand or X amount of grand on on my name on this business. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. not a lot of people will take that ownership and that accountability and stuff like that. You have to like have that. some faith. And in themselves in themselves and you as to, far as to, what to you're get, doing to get it done right but right. like like I said even even from what I said earlier like I'm done that's like a high risk high return type of mentality too cause you have like you can't fuck up <laughs> cause you, you have all this money on the line right oh 100% but it's also like so you can use that you can use that as a motivating and a driving factor right cause like well trust me I like and especially like I said like we've been open for the last year and stuff a lot of changes, stuff like that, but it's just been very eye-opening mm-hmm. in how just me growing as a as a as a business and as a business person. Right. Um, just a lot of different things. Just a lot of a lot of learning learning curves. A lot of because, like I said, like this is my first business, actual business. Mm-hmm. Right. We've been open for a year now, and we're just. Like I said, I, this year, I'm saying it first right here. Like, yeah, you know I mean, it's gonna be crazy this year. Like, yeah, but that that comes with a lot of fucking headache and like ups and downs and. Well, I think we've already gone through them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I'm saying like to, for you to have reached this point, like you've already gone through. Like, yeah, I've already sh- gone through. Storm, yeah, right? exactly. But I'm still here, right? And we're still here, so. Yeah. So, like I said, fourth quarter. Like it's it's it's, it's go time, right? We're we're building the facility, we're building the team. Mm-hmm. We need the players. We need the people that are gonna when we give them the ball, they're gonna at least take the shot. I don't care if you hit it, just take it. Make sure that when 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 we give you the ball and we're down two, mm-hmm. and you're at the three, and, and there's two seconds left, you have to make that. Not even so much. Like I said, you don't even or have, you have to, to take just the take chance. It. Yeah. yeah, man. Know that you're gonna. I'm at least try. Right. I'm right, like, right, I'm right, at least right. trying to hit the shit. They're like, like, nah, I can't do that. Like, yeah, but no, it's good, man. So for someone who has, I guess, the same sort of incentive of like, I don't know, I want to start a business, I want to do this or that. Like, what kind of advice or input would you give that type of person? Like, knowing all that you know right now. Mm, I would just. It just depends, like. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of different factors that go into it. Do they have money? Do they have a, a an investment? Like, right. what kind of business is it? Is it a business that you can that you can create with five hundred dollars, or do you need five hundred thousand dollars? Right. Can is it online? Do you need a storefront? Mm -hmm. There's there's so many different things. But I would just say, really, just to write it down, because once you write the idea down, then other ideas spark from that, mm -hmm. and to Again, just do it. Do little things that'll help you move forward in what you're doing. As simple as you have a business name. Okay, great. Go out and register that right. as a business. Go out and get a GST number, or HST number, so your your everything is ready. So when you're when you do make the transition, mm -hmm. everything's fluent. What about from uh, create? Because you you create beats and stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. You're a producer as well. Mm -hmm. So what's the creative process like, mindset-wise? What do you mean? Like, do you still do that at the moment, or are you full-on business mode right now? Oh, man, I'm full-on business yeah, mode. Okay, I, so like, like I said, like right now, like I want to be the player, but right now I have to be the coach. Right. If that makes sense. Like, I got to... Like I said, we got a team, but mm -hmm. I, I got to put them in a position because I've already been in the position. I've gone down to these studios, been in the studios with these rappers and these artists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I want to put my my people in those those exact positions because they've never experienced that. And that's it, really. Like right. the, like I said, the, the more I can be of service to someone else, the more valuable I am. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, too, because like, people are like, like you know how like when people use you yeah people say it's a bad thing but like if people aren't using you you're useless i guess it's it's not more of using it's like working together and like but like i said like shining a light using the tools that you have as a person to expose them to yeah, the public yeah that's right? in a that's yeah. in a positive way but you know right. how like in a negative way like people want to leech on to things and yeah. do all that but again realistically speaking from a biological standpoint everybody's using yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. right no. if you boil it down to the core like from a survivability standpoint like I go to work, I'm working for someone. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But it's like they're using my tools and assets, and, and it's like this. It trickles down, like, and then from the government standpoint, from a fucking country standpoint, like it's all systematically. And so essentially, we are in a way. Like I understand where you're coming yeah, from exactly. in that aspect. That, I'm yeah. just looking at it, like I said, just a lot of, like I said, a lot of users, stuff like that. But obviously there's a reason because we yeah. have something right right we're just putting all the pieces of the puzzle together and make that perfect painting nice so would you are you considering staying in toronto all throughout or like do you want to throughout make, what like once this business flourishes do oh. you guys want to expand or like what's, what's mm. what are the plans moving forward and i also want to ask you about all the art integration yeah, to, yeah, the, to the music uh yeah, like I would like them. Like, Art West is is an entity. Like, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a you you can't teach like the 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 mission statement and what we're trying to to teach. You know what I mean? Though that's either you have it or you don't. Right. So whether I'm in the same building now or I'm in the building down the street, it's still going to be the same mm -hmm. morals, values, and stuff like that, right? So. Yeah, of course we would like to expand. We wanna, we wanna definitely not so like, oh, we're gonna take over the world, not like that. Right. But we wanna definitely expand. We definitely wanna, wanna teach, and, and, and guide and the right people. 
So the team that you have right now, as far as like, so if an up and coming artist wants to come and join the studio, what's the process like? Like what? Uh, well, or like if you guys see like a prospect or uh, whatnot, okay. like. So right now, like, what we're focused on is is um, like I said, I uh, it's been a year, and um, we're just trying to get more music coming out of that that studio, whether mm -hmm. it's videos, whether it's beats, whether it's placements, whether it's just stuff coming out of there. We need just high quality content coming out of there. Mm -hmm. So really what we're focused on right now is getting around five to seven residencies. So we'll give them, uh, I don't want to say a discount, but we'll definitely give them a nice price for what they're, what we're giving them, which is the studio time, which mm -hmm. means that they're able to use uh, an allotted amount of hours mm -hmm. and they get to come in and use the studio as if it was theirs um, and hopefully at the end of it they'll uh, have a project or EP or some type of body of work mm -hmm. that they can uh, put out and that we can help them put out um, so we're real focused on, on getting that right, right now and then um, once that is um, filled up we definitely want to just, we'll probably keep it just walk-ins, like, yeah, I mean, pay your hourly rates or whatnot, but we really, with those X amount of artists or whatever we pick, we definitely want to have a effect on, on their careers in a, in a music aspect. So from a success standpoint, where is your aim? Like, what what's the end, end point for you? Where you're like, I made it. <laughs> uh, like, because everybody, I guess, has that I'd target. Say, honestly, I'd say, I'd say I, we made it. Well, it's weird. Like, I feel like we've kind of already made it in the sense of, like, mm -hmm. we have two albums with two different artists. Which right. is, we want to continue to... Some people don't even have songs. Right. Like, they just make beats and keep their beats on their computer or whatnot. Or, but now we actually went out and... and, and went through everything ourselves. Like I went to New York to meet these artists. I went to the studio with them. I pulled money out the, the ATM and said, here, not knowing you, and him blessing us after. Right, right, like, right. And, you, and it's just, you build a relationship with with people. Like these are things you can't teach. Like, right. And, and experiences you can't, you can't teach. Like this mm -hmm. is this crazy shit, right? But I'd say, honestly, we made it when when I got when I got Jamie and John here, and we're just doing music for for a living, like they're I got I got my my core production team here, and we're just all here just making music for a living, really. Like I I kind of do it now, but mm. yeah, when I can put other people in positions to 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 do this for a living, yeah. then that's when I'll say I. No, I respect that. No, because I was I was gonna touch base more on that too is like more of the the journey rather than the end point right like going from where you were before to where you are now and like seeing all the pieces of the puzzle kind of fit together and that process of everybody working together that's like like you said that you've made it in that sense right because mm -hmm. a lot of people well myself included in the past like you project yourself in the future it's like when i attain this this and this a b c d that's when I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be fulfilled in life. But then you realize as you attain specific things, your, I guess, that end point shifts and you're like, okay, I didn't expect 
to feel the way I feel when I, I like I, I reached this goal, but I don't feel that void filled, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start to realize it's not about reaching that end point. It's more about the process and going and learning and growing, making all these connections, meeting new people, leveling up in life, changing your yeah, perspective, like, shifting your uh, outlook on it's funny like growing. And I don't know, I keep referring to like gym metaphors, but that's the best way to like when you go to the gym, you're lifting weights. You're not going to be like, once I reach the 45 plate, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, uh, I'm to... Or my goal is to do like, I don't know, a 500 pound deadlift. Once I reach that, like I'm happy. It's like, no, once you do that, you're going to be like, what's next? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. So well, it's like constant growth. Yeah. Like you don't ever want to stay stagnant. Stag- what do they say? Stagnancy is like, mm. it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Stagnancy is not very good. Yeah. Right. They say, but nah, like, and I've been in those situations where being stagnant and just coming in and seeing the same stuff, the same things every day, like, yeah, you want to always, like, energy always wants to keep flowing. You yeah, no, people that are very driven, ambitious, and goal-oriented like yourself, like, as soon as we reach a routine-based lifestyle where where there is no growth and things are becoming very redundant we get anxious yeah i'm like that myself like if i don't have stuff going on in the back burner like if i don't have multiple projects going on i get anxious because i'm like i'm wasting my time but there has to be a balance as well right you can't not relax and take take it easy once in a while so do you have that problem or no because i sometimes experience that where i'm like so caught up in the rat race that it's like you reach the point of burning out but you're so caught up in the momentum of doing so many things at once that you don't want to stop but then you need to stop to rest mm, frick i need to get like that sometimes like i got I, like i'm like everyone else you know what i mean i go through days where it's like some days are better than others like some right. days i'll lay around all day but i'll be conscious of like frick i should be up doing something like right. that so do mean? you guilt trip yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. I guilt trip myself all the time because the thing is, I know that I should be doing better. I know that I should be doing more, right? But sometimes we always just get stuck in our thoughts. But like I said, I'm turning 33 tomorrow, and happy early birthday. Yeah, no, thank you, bro. And it's just I'm not doing that anymore. I don't have time to to sit back and waste and be like, especially when I know that I'm doing. Like some mm-hmm. people that go through like the airplane mode where it's like snap like they don't snap out of it where it's like right. even when you watch tv like you go through this like hypnotic state where it's like fuck i just watched tv yeah, like for five hours and an autopilot yeah, zombie like, state yeah but when it's like i watch tv for like 10 minutes i'm like all right i gotta go do something like i'm exactly like that i can't watch tv i can't play, play video games i can't do any of that for that exact reason because i guilt trip myself I'm like, I could be working, working on, on something, something that, that, that propelled me in terms of growth and fulfillment. Because yeah, like when 100%. you watch, like, I don't know, three, four episodes of a Netflix show, by the end of that, like, what have you accomplished? It's like, like, you feel entertained, I guess. You have a little bit of, but at the end of the day, it's like, if you have things going on, it's like, there's always going to be that guilt of, I could have been working on this, this, and this, no. which is... Kind of shit, if you think about it. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I find myself, the one thing that I'm trying to, to work on is trying to uh, just relax. Like, you'll have a more, I guess, laid back approach to working on stuff, right? 
Yeah, I, I'd say just even in general, just to... So what are ways that you combat that guilt, for example? Mm. Yeah, like the Make, gym. I'd yeah. say going to the gym, just being productive with my time. Um, so I know as every artist, like we usually have those days where it's like, I'm going to do this by the end of the day. And the day goes by, you don't do it. Yeah. And then you feel like shit, shit by yeah. the end of the day. And then that carries over to the next, next day. day. Yeah. And then it carries over to the day after that sometimes if you don't get out of that rut. So what are ways that you combat that? Uh, Aside from the gym. Like the gym will snap you out of it, but like there has to be... Or like most people have their ways of, I guess, see, those getting things, out of those mind loops, right? Like see, those, those are things that like other than the gym, because like, I feel like the gym really just kind of like sets the tone and it sets the, it, it, it gets me out of, it, it's like a reset for me like because i'm not like a gym freak going taking all kinds of supplements and stuff like that i use the gym as definitely like a motivator i go to the gym and i think about like when i'm doing that set and i'm and i'm, and I'm grinding through it like i think about my goals i think about my studio i think about my my work and where i want to be i think about and i push through that pain because i don't know you know what I mean? You know what I... I well, this sense. is what... Like, if you break it down, the reason behind... I think about money when, <laughs> the, I'm, when I'm pushing through that the reason, the, No, the reason <laughs> behind that is, like, I, majority of the people that get stuck in those mind ruts, it's, like, because we live such stagnant lives, like, we sit at home all day, we're sitting in the car all day, we're sitting at work or all day. day yeah. you, we're physical beings. We need to exert physical energy. If you don't exert that physical energy, where does it all go? It goes to your head. head. Yeah. And then the most simple things, you'll start overthinking it. And then it's like you go into that fight or flight state where it's like there's always a fucking lion in the bushes ready to attack. And then creativity doesn't stem from that state of mind. You can force it and then get into that flow. But that's why the gym is so important because you get in tune with your body. It's almost like a meditation, right? Mm -hmm. You're focusing on just one thing at hand, like pushing that weight. You're focused on little motor movements. Your breathing is enhanced. Like You get endorphins afterwards because your body is thanking you. It's like, thank you for pushing me. And like, yeah, exactly. And then and you activate your body. And then doing so, you're... The chemistry in your physiology and your body changes to a point where you you're able to chill and like your mind is not as hectic as it used to be right it gets untangled in a way and that's why cold showers for example like that i preach a lot like as a lot of people know me like i i tell them to do like the wim hof breathing exercises the cold showers is like why because uh the busy lifestyles that we have is like when you jump into that cold shower the only thing that you can think of is like fuck i need to get out of this water like your body's like get out get out get out get out and you're trying to tame the subconscious with your consciousness like being like no i'm gonna stay like yeah i'm sure. not gonna flinch i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna push through i'm this. gonna push through this yeah. and then when you make those neurological connections of like fighting that uncomfortable like resistance you're able to shift that mentality to different things throughout the day right like whatever projects you have or anything that you're doing any life complications seem much easier because your brain is wired differently in terms of like it's not in that fight or flight state where everything is like i need to seek comfort and in today's society a lot of people are becoming very soft because of that because there's not much going on in that sense where it's like 
we're at home, we have fucking heaters, there's no cold, there's, when it's hot, you have air conditioners, like, we're softening yeah, everything, there's, there's no, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no challenge, urgency, or, there's no, oh, frig, I'm in this, I'm in this bad situation, and yeah. I have to do it, it's, I have the choice, oh, okay, I'm cold, I, I, I'll turn on the there, there are no, there's no contrast point, and that's the thing, it's like, you need those contradictory situations the the polarities and like different life situations too they say for example like growing up how you said you were doing all of that hands-on work yeah even what you're doing right now you can look back to where you were before and you have a greater appreciation for where you're at right now if oh, you if 100%. you reflect on that kind of stuff too yeah like that's a, that's what i mean like people just think of me as like some guy that came here yeah has a car, has a business, like, you right. know what I mean? They, they, don't, know <laughs> they don't know all the, the background, They don't know the background story that, like, legit, like, four, four years ago, it took me four years to yeah. get to get to this point. Like, four years ago, I was sleeping on couches. I was, I was living at my mom's. I, like, I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't in school. I was working a dishwashing job. I was... Mm-hmm. Man, that's inspiring in the sense that no matter what situation you're in, if you have the willpower and discipline, you can get out of that rut. And we have so much information readily available on the internet or whatever, through books, through people you can connect. And that's one of the best ways to, like, I guess, attain uh, success or like learn from someone that's already reached the point of where you want to be because they've already done all the hard shit and they can tell you what to avoid, what the process is, what to expect. And that's what I've realized these days as well. Like when someone's like very successful in whatever industry that they're in, it's like you can pick their minds and like get an understanding of how they perceive reality and what trials and tribulations, like you mentioned, they've gone through. Mm-hmm. And rather than going through all that stuff yourself, you can be like, oh, so and so already like, yeah. went through that. So went through that, and like, <laughs> and even in, off that. <laughs> and then even in terms of like life fulfillment and all that kind of stuff, like when you look at all these celebrities, like there's so many people I look up to for example like Russell Brand and like Aubrey Marcus and all these guys it's like they face the same mental challenges that me and you face they've reached the stardom they've reached the billionaires like successful business owners like Aubrey's mm-hmm. probably has a shit ton of money like he has everything yet they're still like facing depression and all this kind of stuff and coping with the constant mind loops and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah, and then 100%. when you realize where they're going and what what's leading to fulfillment fulfillment so like russell brand for example he's getting more in tune with consciousness and awareness and presence and all that kind of stuff and love and like yeah being open it's like you can look at all that kind of stuff and realize like that and that's the end point essentially it's like being in the moment and being present enjoying the process like being kind and genuine to like everybody you come across mm-hmm. and if you're not in that type of headspace these opportunities aren't going to present themselves. Like even me meeting you as a person, if I was like in my head, like depressed, stressed, not doing what I'm doing right now, we would never have crossed paths, right? No, no, you're right. So it's like, it's it's a snowball effect, right? It's like once you get that moment of go- going and it's like you realize what's working for you, you continue to pursue that. Yeah, no, and it's weird too because like I... I said even even probably like the last like I said six seven months how long we know each other six, seven months seven months, months yeah something like that so like even during that whole time I was like yo I just need to be around more 
professional, like-minded people. I, yeah. I, I literally like engrave that into my brain. Like, like-minded professional people, like-minded professional Driven, people, motivating, <laughs> yeah. inspirational people. Like, yeah, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I started this. And then it's things like, started. Yeah. people started coming around. Like, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I started this, in in the sense that when I was in downtimes, like figuring my shit out like not knowing where to go who to talk to it's like podcasts like these where people were ranting on like things that they've learned experiences that they've had would have such a huge influence on my outlook and my perception on how to approach specific life situations right and then like i mentioned before it's like you take all the good things and like the motivating aspects of what is being preached then you apply it to your life and you realize the changes that are as a result of implementing these things that you hear from people talking about their life situations, right? Mm -hmm. And then you realize like, oh shit, I'm growing from this. I'm becoming a stronger version of myself just from having an understanding like, oh wait, the stuff that I'm going through on a personal level, like so many other people are going through the same shit and they have solutions for these things of how to approach it. Mm -hmm. And being open-minded to that sense and that's the power of, I guess, podcasts, books, and the spread of information. It's like an information age where... Yeah, people are looking for that information. They just need to know how to get it, right? Yeah. Sorry, I went on a little rant there. Uh, yeah, I don't care. It's all good. But, but no, like, I appreciate you as a person. Like, like Seeing that where you're at right now, all the ups and downs you go through it's like i said if you if you surround like you mentioned before if you surround yourself with those type of people it's like a a flame that fucking burns brighter the more people that you have with those passion flames burning it's yeah. like you continue to fucking feed off of everyone in general but that should be the motive for most people and then if you're shy if you're introverted if you're whatever like you can change as a person like it's just a choice that you make on a mental level, which once you reach that point where you're, it's like, I can literally choose whether or not, because a lot of people accept the way that they are. They're like, I'm just like this. Like, it's like, sure, to some extent, but you have the capacity to expand and grow out of that out if of you that, want yeah. to, right? Just like how we get into the ruts where we're not creative, we're not doing anything. It literally boils down to a mental decision that you're making that, uh, I don't want to do this. And then when you catch yourself, it's like, why am I telling myself that I don't want to do this? And when you break it down and you kind of, uh, what's it called, dissect everything and like lay it all out on the table, like all the cards face up, it's like you realize, it's like, okay, what am I going to attain if I go this path and not do shit? What are the possibilities and the outcomes of me doing this, this, and this? And it's like, that's always going to be better. Mm -hmm. But we always like to be comfortable, I guess. So cold showers. Take cold showers. <laughs> cold showers, breathing exercises. Breathing exercises. Do you do any meditations? Uh, probably not as much as I should. Yeah. I definitely think about it enough. I'm going to get you into doing more of that. Yeah, yeah, no, please do yeah, it. Even myself while. included, I, I don't do it as much as I should, but when I do do it, I kind of catch myself. I'm like, why the hell am I not doing this and just more even often? With, even with me, like, I, I want to be firing on like all three cylinders, like what is it, mind, body, and soul. Right. So like, I definitely say I have the the mind, mm -hmm. like you know what I mean, because I like, like I said, like self-explanatory, right. like yeah. You know I mean? But 
And then, like, just recently, like I said, even just with the body stuff, I've been working out a lot more, treating my body better. Mm -hmm. And just the soul part, I'm still trying to understand how that all I fits in, right? everybody's facing right. that existential <laughs> crisis. Yeah. So, but mm -hmm. nah, man, things have definitely... I just want to keep moving forward. That's it. Just move forward. Right, so let me ask you this. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Like, uh... What gets me out of bed? I'd yes. say, honestly, probably, like... So when you wake up, what's the first thing that you... Like, what gets you driving? What gets you to get going? Because I the feel gym. like every, everybody has a different... The gym. The gym? Yeah. No, in terms of, like, life in general. Like, oh. Uh... Like, why are you doing everything that you're doing? What's the purpose behind it? To create something for for myself and the people around me, really, just to yeah. each day like create something, because that's what we are—we're creators, right? Yeah. So that gets me—that gets me out of bed, definitely. Uh, just the, the the morals and the values, just that my parents instilled into me, and that I saw through them, like. They weren't rich, but they got out of bed every day. Like, you know, we got, they didn't raise a, a lazy person. They didn't, right. right? So I have to, just even for their name, and even for my name, like, I can't, I'm not, we're not lazy over here. We're not, we're not, we're not, sometimes it happens, but like, yeah, you know I mean, for the most part, we're, we're working hard over here, right? But yeah, so I guess. And just gotta... even like, just the, I don't know if that really answers your question, but just, just like I said, just trying to keep moving forward. Just keep, keep every day getting better. Right. I feel that. <clears throat> but, man, I feel like we can talk about many different subjects, but I appreciate your time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to have other podcasts where I have you on in the future. Yeah, this is definitely. just This is the beginning, so. When we're, when we're actually like, uh, I'd say give us another month or two. And then All we'll right. come back and we'll see what's going Sounds on. Sounds good. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much.